Hi, it's Nell of the Future coming on to this episode. The episode hasn't actually officially started yet. Hi, everyone. Okay, I just wanted to hop on here and let you know that if you are a bit confused as to why there is a Millennial Triggered podcast and a Nell's Pleasure podcast, I have done all of the updates on episode one of season two. So if you are confused, head over to episode one, season two. It's going to explain everything here on Millennial Triggered. Um, Nell's Pleasure Podcast is no longer there. It's being shut down. You might be a bit confused as to what the heck is going on. That's okay. I just wanted to get on here and tell you I've kept the intros where I'm like, welcome to Nell's Pleasure Podcast, whatever, because I can't really take it out. Um, for now. So the next few episodes might be like that. I do apologize for the confusion. If you want to hear the explanation and and a few more stories, (laughs) episode one, season two of Millennial Triggered. Thank you for dealing with me. Goodbye. the pleasure podcast i am your host and pleasure coach nell walker thank you so much for joining me let's just dive in because i hate when people do a really long random intros about nothing that we we don't fucking care okay (laughs) all right today we're talking about intrusive thoughts let's talk about them because a lot of you message me talking about how you feel like you have these mental gaps that occur where you're thinking about things that you shouldn't be thinking about during sex. That can be anything from like thinking about, oh, I should really get, you know, like the kitchen sink cleaned up to having memories of um, sexual abuse. These are all things that, I, that occur to everyone. Have you ever found yourself like in solo time or partner time? And I mean, any time that you're trying to have an orgasm, do you find like weird thoughts coming up to you like in your head and kind of like taking over? So like, you know, you're you're really into it. Then all of a sudden something pops up and you're like, oh, no, no. And you don't know how to get rid of it. Or it's something that like really freaks you out so much that because it takes so much space in your mind that you're like spending all this time trying to not think about it. And before you know it, you're 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 no longer in the mood and you're you've kind of like phase like you're all like you're phasing in and out and you've lost your orgasm so let's let's work on that so this can work whether it's just random shit um like oh i probably should call the telephone company soon and like you can't stop thinking about that and you're like fuck why can't I get this out of my fucking head I would love to just have this orgasm um and I'd love to be present in in this moment um another thing can be like weird random thoughts appearing in your your head like oh my god um sorry why is my sister like in my mind all of a sudden and like you're so freaked out like the the she's the last thing you want to be thinking about but yet because you are so 
uh, emotionally tied up with not like with the fear of thinking about her it's all you can think of and then you're like oh my god like i'm thinking about my sister and i'm i'm trying to have an orgasm just like what the fuck does that mean and then the other thing like the other um level of this could be that you've experienced um abuse sexual psychological physical any kind of abuse and either like memories of uh, moments are coming up for you or thoughts um or fantasies and those can be coming up and and that is like super intrusive and it's really hard to get out of that so i want to talk about this now I want to say this. My podcasts obviously are here for adding more of a meteor information than what I can provide over TikTok. And I can be my real authentic self and say fuck all I want. Um, <laughs> um, but I want to make this very clear because I have, uh, I think I have like around 600 messages right now um, in my inbox of people asking for free help. I can't just give you a basic random answer that like is going to be a one size fits all. That's not how it works, guys. I am working on workshops so that I can have information that's more accessible um, financially for some of my um, followers who just can't handle um, signing up for sessions during this pandemic. So I am working. I want you to know that like, I'm not saying like it's all or nothing. Like I am working on more accessible versions for you, but I, I get a lot of questions and I will come back to what I was like the whole topic was. I love how I'm like, I'm not going to rant at the beginning, but I'll rant in the middle. Um, so I guess that was my little side note of like, um, I, Please keep sending your messages in, but please come prepared with doing the work and knowing that you will have to set up sessions. I can't give you free advice. Everything is super tailored. Like we're all unique like fingerprints. So what's going to work for you is not going to work for the, the next person. So I put a lot of time and effort having to understand what's going on and then creating um, ways to help you. And I become super invested in your pleasure life. And usually our pleasure lives are linked with our normal lives. Um, I just want to make that clear that like, I want you to understand that like, when you send your messages to me through Instagram or TikTok, and you've gone into great detail of what you're going through, my first question is like, why have you not sent this through the website and booked a session, even just one session? or even like the 20 minute call op option that I provide. Because if you are going through this and you, like it is taking up so much of your life that you've put this amount of energy into writing me, why are you not reaching out for a session? Because obviously you're gonna get the help required when we set up sessions rather than like just someone on Instagram who's messaged me wanting free advice. So I wanna make that very clear. Um, I just wanted to say that. So I will get back to what I was saying. What actually got all of like my little tangent started was I was going to say that I get a lot of messages saying like, hey, I'm getting some really weird thoughts. What does this mean? Like, does this Hold up. Wait a minute. <laughs> I need you guys to just like take a few breaths. Your brain is weird. 
the way our brains are connected is so weird, especially if you're a V-Squad member. If you look at the research on how we are connected, we have pathways that work through like across our brain. We've got like ding, 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 ding. It's all over our brain. Whereas if you look at like the P-Squad brains, they only have connect, like the way, I'll look, like there's a lot of like additional info here, but like I'm just trying to like really simplify it. The way their brain works is that on each side of their brain, they obviously use both sides, but the connections only work on the left side and only work on the right side. Whereas for the V squad, our connections actually will bridge over from like the right side to the left side. So we have both sides interconnected in the way we think. Whereas the P squad, they don't have those connections that leap over from the one side of the lobe to the next side. That's why we're so connected with like our emotions and our experiences and our what and our opinions. Whereas like the P squad being like, well, you slept with my mom, but like we're totally fine to do like a, a venture capitalist deal together because like the emotions are separate from the logistical like responses of like financial duty and job. Um, so. Um, it's really easy for P squad to, <laughs> to compartmentalize, whereas P, uh, V squads, like everything is together. <laughs> Everything's in the same box. It may be like an organized mess, but like everything is connected and everything is tied. So I want you to understand that like, if like Ron, your neighbor from nine years ago who gave you like <laughs> gave you like a popsicle one day like comes up randomly in your head while you're trying to have an orgasm um I want you to understand it doesn't necessarily mean that you want to have an orgasm with Ron or that like you were ever attracted to him it doesn't mean that it just means like for some reason our brains come up with the weirdest shit and it's about going with the flow so first it's about okay understanding that it's okay to be thinking about that um, and that it's not going to last forever. And then also that um, like this too shall pass and that it does not mean anything. Now, if it's about abuse, uh, let's, let's quickly go over there. Trigger warning. Um, if you've experienced sexual abuse, like I have, I, so I was, I've experienced sexual abuse when I was uh, very young. And I have had to understand that sometimes um, the perpetrator is going to come up in my head during sex or like anytime, like solo, whatever, pleasure time. And for a while there, for a few years, um, it was extremely hard and I kind of just stopped masturbating altogether because it was really hard because I didn't understand what was going on. And this was before I became a pleasure coach and was studying psychology. Now I've been able to create something that allows me to train my brain to not think about that um, anymore. Now, sometimes he will pop up and it's like, yo, oh, okay, hello, could you get the fuck out of here? But I wanna open this up. Now, I am extremely vulnerable with you and um, that I am a huge believer that we need to be vulnerable with everyone in the world because, um, it, it breaks barriers down. Our relationships crumble because we are so scared to be vulnerable with people. And if you, if you do not get 
a um, nurturing, um, caring reaction to you letting your walls down and being completely vulnerable, then it is an absolute gift to know that that person can't do it because they need to get out of your life. So for me, I have uh, shared my abuse story with some partners and it has been extremely telling how they responded. And guess what? I'm not with those partners anymore. Um, And so it is extremely vulnerable for me and it's fucking batshit scary at times to share it. But I know that like at the end of the day, I cannot hide what happened to me. And so if that part person is not okay, or if later like weird comments come through or they make it about themselves, it's a really huge indicator to me to say, hey, this person actually doesn't have the emotional maturity or depth to be in a relationship with someone who's well, just a relationship at all. So um, as hard, it, hard as it is, that is your key indicator that that person needs to go no matter how wonderful they are in all other aspects. Now, I will say if you are in a relationship with someone, um, you know, who uh, is dealing or has dealt with sexual abuse, um, you know, I'm not saying it's not going to take time for you and it will take time. And, um, you know, I'm not saying for your partner to just like throw you away at the first, you know, first moment where you're like trying to understand there needs to be a grace period. But nonetheless, some partners react amazingly and super supportive and some are absolute narcissists. So with that being said, um, here we go. For people who have experienced, and don't worry, we're going to get back to like the, the more chilled out intrusive thoughts, but I want to reach everyone. Um, and this has really helped like the most extreme um, situations with clients. And um, so it's just going to help everyone. If it can help with abuse uh, memories, it can help you with thinking about like Bob the Builder in the middle of your masturbation session. So... <laughs> um, longer you obsess on them and focus on them the longer they're going to stay and the more likely they're going to keep reappearing um in you know in the next few sessions like your masturbation sessions um and the more you place fear or like negative energy and not wanting to have them the more you will have them because then you'll be like oh you'll start to lose your orgasms you'll start to lose like the enjoyment of your your pleasure time because you are expecting to have that thought so let's do this um i want to make it clear that if you have experienced sexual abuse in your life it is so normal to um have that person appear in your thoughts randomly um it's normal to um experience some kind of hyper arousal um, you could get you could get aroused by the thought of that person, even though they're the scum of the earth and you aren't attracted to them at all. Um, and you can also um, sometimes find that they like thinking of that experience um, during like close orgasm can help you orgasm even more. This does not mean in any way that you enjoyed the abuse. This does not mean in any way that you want the abuse. This doesn't mean that you're attracted to the person. Um, this doesn't mean fucking shit. This is how your brain works, okay? And it all depends on when you experienced the, the abuse and what happened. But what I want you to understand is that this is so normal 
this is normal. This is just how the brain is connected. And I could maybe in another episode, I can get further into how that works in terms of brain development, um, brain connections, that kind of stuff. But for the time being, I think you all just need to know you're normal. It's fine. So without getting too into it, because this is not the episode for getting super into it, I'm going to teach you how to get out of that thought pattern. So I really, I'm so happy because the other day I, so, um, I have, uh, I have clients, um, sometimes write down what they're going through and, um, sometimes do like a log of their pleasure times. And one of my clients, so I hadn't, I didn't coin like some kind of a term for this, um, this thinking pattern that I created, um, but she did, and I'm in absolute love with it. She has called it intrusive thought repellent. How cute is that? I died. It is the cutest thing ever. So we're calling it intrusive thought repellent. Now, I created a cute little few images on Instagram, so you can find it. It's called kiboshing intrusive thoughts. And if you just keep swiping, you'll find like this really cute little, this little thing I made. So when we are having intrusive thoughts, whatever severity they are, it's important to pre-plan. Now, um, setting up boundaries is really good, but our brain knows what our boundaries are. And it's like, oh, that is so funny that you think I'm not going to step over this fence. (laughs) Whoop. Here we go. I stepped over it. And now you're thinking of your uncle. What you going to do about it, bitch? So um, we got to um, interrupt these uh, these connection points. And then we need to redirect. So basically, this is what I want you to do. So let's say that your sister pops up in your thoughts during a sexy time and this freaks you out. First of all relax. This doesn't mean that you want to have sex with your sister, but it can certainly ruin the mood or can cause a major mental block that you find hard to make a comeback from. All you need to do is pre-plan a thought loop. Make sure the first few thoughts are unrelated to anything, um, anything sexy, and then slowly reintroduce thoughts that will get you back into your sexy mood just like what I've done with the hands in the next slide. So interrupt, redirect, and re-engage. I'm so impressed with myself. I made all of this up and like, okay, stop it. Okay, so (laughs) this is my thought, bless you, Doc. So that's my doggy. My intrusive thought repellent is that, so I've got an unwanted thought. Let's like, I'm thinking of like um, old man David who, um, who used to walk his dog by my old house in my old neighborhood. Okay, let's say he comes up and um, I can't get this guy out of my head while I'm trying to have an orgasm. And I'm like, why the hell is he there? So I know that anytime I'm going to have an intrusive thought, I will have my repellent already pre-planned. You can't be doing this during your session. It has to be pre-planned, okay? So... I'm going to think, okay, so something to do with him walking. So, so my, my intrusive thought is like, David's always, by the way, I don't have a David neighbor. Um, he's walking his dog. Okay. So when I think of walking, 
fine. Um, that reminds me of like walking on a treadmill. So then I, so this is how it goes. My unwanted thought, okay, leads me to thinking about a treadmill. So I'm on a tread, so I'm thinking about being on a treadmill for a while. I'm thinking about, oh, like the buttons. I wonder how much the treadmill weighs. I wonder how much a treadmill costs. Wow, a gym would really have to have a lot of money to get a bunch of those, okay? Then, then I move away from treadmill to sneakers. And I'm like, because you, you have to wear sneakers or shoes on a treadmill, okay? So that's the link. And I think, oh, yeah, like I really need to get new shoes. I don't like the way the laces feel on mine. I wonder if like I should try the new Nike ones. Or you could go to like, oh, shoes are making me think of like Louis Vuitton, like uh, red bottom, whatever. Um, it's so fucking hard to walk in high heels, whatever. Then you move from shoes to a pedicure because it's still foot related. And oh yeah, like I should really get a pedicure or those things are so expensive or like I didn't like the last place I went to or like um, I really like the look of my feet. And then you move over from pedicure to nail polish because usually those things are linked, okay? So now I'm thinking about nail polish and I'm thinking about like my favorite colors of nail polish. And like, you know what? I find that like my, my polish kind of chips off. I've tried doing shellac. Uh, and again, this is going through and you will have to practice and that's okay. I'm thinking of nail shellac and then um, somehow my awareness becomes like gets to be, um, being on my hands okay and so i'm thinking about my hands and the way the nails nail polish looks on them okay and i'm like wow my hands are like i i, I like them or um something about how they look or like they're nice and slender i like how my ring looks on them or whatever and then then you go oh my hands and then then you want to refocus right so you want to oh well, what are my hands doing right now? Oh, so if it's like solo time, really sexy. Oh, my hands are touching me. My hands are like squeezing my breasts, like whatever. Or w then you can move if you've got partner time. Well, where are my partner's hands? What are they doing with their hands right now? Oh my God. Okay, and then focus on the hands. So you see what you just did? You interrupted the thought. You redirected it, and that can be as many thoughts as you want and need. It can be as um, intricate or as like basic as whatever works for you. And then once you've hit a few of those to move away, like did you, were you, sorry, can we just take a minute here, podcast listeners? Were you thinking of David at all during that redirection? I think that like once I got to shoes, you were like, why the fuck are we talking about shoes on this podcast? exactly because you weren't thinking of David walking okay so that's how you do it and so you re-engage with something that can then be linked to sexy time remember that you need to pre-plan your thought loop which is also your intrusive thought repellent make sure the first few thoughts are unrelated to anything sexy and then slowly reintroduce thoughts that are going to get you back into your sexy mood Exactly. So 
the more you do it, the better you're going to train your brain out of thinking like, you know, that particular unwanted thought. And it's also going to take the panic away from you in the middle of the act because you've already prepped ahead of time. So you're not going to be thrown off when, when that thought happens because you're going to know what to do. And the more you do that, the less your brain is going to bring David back in because you interrupt the thoughts, the thought signals. So there you go. How many, how amazing is that? Anyway, so, um, you, what I would definitely do is prepare, um, a few beforehand. So if you're like, Oh, I always think of like the mailman, um, or the mailwoman or, and then sometimes like the trauma comes back within like in, in the, in the middle of the act, then set up separate thought loops for this. Now I didn't invent the idea of a thought loop, but I certainly did invent the idea of a thought of intrusive thought repellents. So I love that she came up with that word though. Oh my God. I love it so much. So, um, remember that like you, sometimes you can find a one size fits all just depending on the thoughts if they're like pretty close together. But if you've got like, okay, um, a smell is triggering you from an abusive situation, then you've got to create, um, a, a new repellent for that smell. Where is that smell going to lead you next? So I hope this has helped you. I love you so much. I really hope you understand like how much I love this community um, and how amazing you guys are. And please, please keep getting off. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Oh,